Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to The Kind Mind Project. If I have not met you personally before or chatted with you in the DMs, please head on over to Instagram. I would love to get to know your personal growth journey personally and be able to sit in your passenger seat and cheer you on every step of the damn way. Now listen, I am so excited that you decided to press play on today's episode of the podcast because for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I want to give you a little inside taste of what I have coming in this book that I've been working on and some of the pieces that I I hope to incorporate and some of the ideas and the lessons and the little morsels that I can pass on to you now before this book can get to your hands. Because honestly, throughout this entire writing process, one, I've never done this before. (laughs) I've never done this before. And there have already been moments where I feel like I'm failing, where I feel like I'm not doing this right or fast enough or good enough. And I'm stopping myself in my tracks frequently to combat some of that bullshit. I've been feeding myself because when you do something for the first time, you're not supposed to know what you're doing. There is no right way or good enough. There's just what it is, right? Or what it's supposed to be. At the the end of this process, there will be a book in your hands and it will be the way that it was meant to be. So, Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about failure. I want to talk to you a little bit about grit and failure and the power of the word yet. Look, I have been on a wild professional journey over the last two years. And I have held on to that word yet so tightly. I have failed I have flexed my grit muscle. I have failed again. <laughs> and I really want to to bring to you today a combination of those three things. When failure meets grit meets the word yet. It's wild. It's wild what happens and it's frustrating. So my hope today is that you walk away from this episode with a a better understanding and and a bigger belief in your capability to exercise that grit. And look, I know that for some people, the word grit is sort of a buzzword, right? We hear people in the personal growth space use it all over the place, 
right? Grit this and grit that and blah, blah, blah. Look, I get it. Okay, I understand. But I think we can take that word grit, however you define it, and parse it apart a little bit. What does that actually mean? To have grit. What does that mean to you? And how far is that grit going to take you? I want you to think of a time where you were told no over and over and over again. And because you kept being met with that no, you thought, oh, it's not supposed to be mine. I'm not supposed to do that. I wasn't built to do that. I wasn't constructed to have that opportunity. And how many times you told yourself, well, it must not be meant for me because the world is saying no. There are so many people, so many people in this world that would have deprived us of so many good things if they had listened to that first few no's. If they had listened to that and said, all right, I guess that means no more trying, no more persevering, right? We never, never would have Walt Disney World if Walt Disney himself would have listened when they fired him from the newspaper because he lacked imagination and had no quote-unquote original ideas. All of the things that Thomas Edison would have deprived us of if he had listened to his teachers when they told him he was too stupid to learn anything. Einstein did not speak until he was four years old. His parents thought that he was abnormal, that he would never amount to anything. He was expelled from school because his teachers described him as mentally slow. Einstein, had he listened, he would have stopped. If they had listened when record labels told them that they didn't like their sound and that they had no future in show business, we wouldn't know the Beatles. All of these incredible successes, people that we look up to as, you know, that can't be me, I can never do that, all of them didn't do anything different than we are, except for that they didn't listen. They didn't hear the no as a no. They heard that no as a not yet. Not yet. Not this one. Differently, but not this one. And that's where that grit muscle comes in. To be honest, friend, I turn the word grit into a bit of an acronym. Yeah, the word grit itself is a bit of a buzzword. I hear ya. I hear ya. It's used all over the place, I understand. But grit itself, to me, looks a little bit different. Grit, to me, means that you give it your all. You give it your all. You don't half-ass it. You give it everything you have. There are seasons of life that require grit out of you, right? Those are the seasons that ask you to give it your all. Those are also the seasons that ask you to redo if it's necessary. Try it again. Maybe you failed. Maybe you fell flat on your face. Maybe you heard no. Redo it if necessary. 
that grit muscle is flexed when you fall flat on your face and you get up and you redo it again. You try it again. You practice it again. That grit muscle is also flexed when you ignore the option of giving up. When you ignore the option of accepting no as the final answer. You hear that no and instead you say, not yet. Because look, I firmly believe that intelligence is so much more made up of your effort than your ability. Ignore the option of giving up. But also, take the time to do it right. Take the time to give it the focus and the attention and the effort that it deserves. If we fall flat on our face, in spite of giving it our all, redoing it if necessary, and ignoring the option of giving up, taking the time to do it right, then we recalculate. But until we've checked all four of those boxes, we don't take no for an answer. If that is something that has been put on your soul to put out into the world, like like writing a book, or stepping into a particular profession, or being a parent, or whatever that goal is, unless you have checked all four of those boxes and then some, you're not done trying yet. Because imagine how freaking far your grit would take you if you trusted it fully. Instead of trusting all of the reasons that you've been given to believe that, nope, it's not meant for you. Nope, I wasn't created for this. Nope, I wasn't constructed for that. Instead of believing all of those things, if you instead gave it your all, redid it if necessary, ignored the option of giving up, and took time to do it right, how much would that change for you? Because Walt Disney didn't throw in the towel the first 302 times he was rejected for financing to create Disneyland. He said, nope, it's going to be 303. Friggin' Dr. Seuss, you ever heard of him? No? Well, let me tell you, 27 times that man was rejected from publishers. And now he is a household name. 27 times. He was told no, and every time he got his ass back up and kept writing. That is grit, my friends. 1,000 times Thomas Edison failed at inventing the light bulb. 1,000 times he was told no, no, nope, mm -mm, not working. And instead, he decided to hear, not yet. All right, not yet. Let's redo it. Not yet. All right, we failed again. Here we go. I'm going to ignore the option of giving up. And if you hear these examples and you say, Emily, that's, that's ridiculous. Those people, they were made for something different. I, my friend, no, they weren't. They failed more than you have. They messed up more than you have. They fell on their face more than you have. So fail more. 
flex your grit muscle, and fail more. But that option of accepting no as an answer is not viable until you've done all four. Until you've given it your absolute all. If you've redone it if necessary. If you've ignored the option of giving up. And if you have taken the time and the focus and the effort to do it right. If you have not checked all four of those options, the answer is not no. The answer is not yet. There are going to be things in life that redirect you, that recalculate your path. But my friend, you don't get to write your own ending. You don't get to decide that the answer is no until you've truly done the investigating it's going to take to find the answer. You don't get to decide which path is yours. I know how frustrating that is. But when you hear no over and over and over again, no, you're not ready. No, that position isn't meant for you. No, your application was rejected. No, you're not pregnant. No, all of the no's. You have a choice. Is it no or is it not yet? Let your grit decide. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.